You are listening to Courageous Leadership, the podcast with me, Diana Osagi, the author of the book, Courageous Leadership. This is the place where inspirational leaders and everyday heroes share their inside stories of leadership. Today's episode features a guest sharing their mistakes, mishaps and triumphs. Let's dive in. Okay, listeners, every episode is special. You know I get excited for all my episodes, but this one, this is momentous. This is exciting because I have someone here, a longtime colleague, but when you hear her name and watch us for a living and what's just happened, you're going to understand why I say this is momentous in terms of the Courageous Leadership podcast. So tell us your name and what you do and who you are. My name is Evelyn Ford and I'm head teacher of Cockton School. I'd like to add, actually, my name is Evelyn Ford, MBE. Of the year. Yes. <laughs> 2020, head teacher of the amazing school, Cocktail School, Mill Hill in North London. Yes, you are. And you were recently voted what? Head teacher of the year from the Times Education Supplement. Absolutely. So we celebrate that. We love it. We're excited. I mean, head teachers are special, but head teacher of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. So thank you for joining us. Always put that MBE on your everything. Put it on your mug, put it on your credit cards, get everything on your passport, get it redone, put MBE right there. I will, I will. (laughs) Love it. Okay. So this was a mistakes, mishaps and triumphs. Yeah. So we're saying, come on, Evelyn, share with us the times when you visited Land Numpty. Yeah. Got bits and bobs wrong. Mistake, it went wrong altogether. Mishap. It was okay at first, and then it went wrong. Triumph, I smashed it. Where do you want to start? Oh, wow. So mistakes, really, because we're all human, aren't we? And, you know, headship is, it's a difficult place, actually, you know, and you come into it from being a deputy, and then the next minute you're ahead, and everybody expects you to know all the answers, when in actual fact, you know, I always used to say I was a head teacher in waiting, you know, being a deputy. But then when I became a head, I still had so much to learn. And I think, you know, this is my second headship at Cocktail. So my first headship was at Ely College in Ely in Cambridgeshire. And it was a very different setup to what I'm used to, you know, out of London, different demographics, It was very, very different. So my first headship, I think the mistakes that I made in that first headship were really about not tackling things head on because, you know, I went in thinking you got to win hearts and minds. And I still believe that. I still believe hearts and minds are really important. But the school was in a really, really difficult place. And actually, there were areas where I didn't have time to win hearts and minds and I think you know my example would be with the unions actually you know they can be tricky customers yes particularly a school that you know was in you know special measures head had been removed deputies had been removed and so they kind of found a platform for themselves in the school and I 
I felt that I needed to win hearts and minds with them, when actually there were some serious decisions that I needed to make around staffing, building, budgets, and so on and so forth. And, you know, I won't say it's a regret, it's not a regret, but I think the mistake I made was not going in a bit harder, you know, and a bit more, actually, this is an issue here, this is what I'm going to do. And I think I took too much time yeah. with that group of people trying to get them on side where in actual fact diana mm. they were never going to be on my side no and i didn't realize that until much later down the line and you know one bonkers situation around there was too much sun coming into a classroom and they got their thermometer out and said we can't possibly teach in here that's not going to work and and i just thought actually this has gone this is yeah this is ridiculous so I really think I learned a lot from that situation I think the mistake was really I didn't assess the situation as well as I should have and I think I should have at that point been a little bit more assertive actually but yes. I've learned but you've learned <laughs> it is that thing I mean when you said you know literally August the 31st you're the deputy head September yeah. 1st you're the head yeah here's the yeah. keys there's the children there's the budget yeah. off you go yeah. <laughs> you know and it yeah, can yeah. be just whoosh in you go and yeah. I've been advocating now for a while um, with a, a colleague of mine Alistair Falk that every head teacher should have two years coaching yeah with somebody outside of their organization for the first two years of headship yeah every you know just like if you're a doctor or you're you know you become my sister's a surgeon when she became a surgeon they didn't say right there's a scalpel there's the patient off you go you know yeah. there was supervision for years yeah before she was yeah. allowed to do anything on her own yeah. so that she could talk to somebody yeah about how do I handle how do I do this sort of thing you know and it, it is unions everyone should belong to a union absolutely 100%. but my goodness yeah. I, I had the same issues yeah the same difficult issues I think I've, I've got to make hard decisions yeah. I want you to, and things I want you to like me I'm a yes. person yes I want to be loved yeah I want to yeah. be a nice head teacher <laughs> was that that's gonna it. happen <laughs> yeah that, that's it because you go in thinking well I'm a nice person and exactly. you know, I, I want us to work together and and so you know innately you go along that road to yeah okay let's talk let's, let's meet talk. every week let's, let's do this. every week and discuss yeah. what the members and I when I got hold on a minute they're not the members, they're oh. my staff. Yeah, yeah. And I care for them. I don't need you to be my advocate and yeah. I speak through you to yeah. my. When I got that revelation, they're my staff. Yeah. They're yeah. not the members. Then they belong to me. I, I love them. I care yeah. for them. Okay. That yeah. day things <laughs> things changed. <laughs> things yeah. absolutely does. I don't need you to be my mouthpiece. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. provide support to staff when they need it but you're not my mouthpiece to yeah my colleagues yeah and yeah. Neither, they can come and talk to me whenever they want yeah 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 um, and it's really it's really interesting because in my current school it's totally different and I've learned from that you know and I think a lot of it is also to do with personalities and you know where the school is and so on and so forth but you know in my current school 
you know, I didn't really, I don't, I didn't need to kind of go in hardcore or anything like that because actually we'd built the relationship. Yes. But actually in my first school, they didn't give me an opportunity to build the relationship. So I felt that I had to be the relationship builder all the time. Yes. But actually, no, that was a mistake on that one. You know, it was really, I needed to make some decisions. I should have made them quicker. I should have been a bit more like, I don't know, laser sharp on it. (laughs) I've learned, you know, and we're in a good place in terms of that relationship in my current school. So it's all good. You learn. It's all good. We learn, but, it, it's it can be scarring kind of it feels like you're yeah. in a battle and I was, I was just writing this keynote speech the other day and I said you know leaders we get into battles it, it's part of the, part of the, the course if you like emotional battles as well as you know yeah. intellectual jousting that we have with staff sometimes but at the end of that you get scarred of course you do but scars should no longer hurt yeah yeah you know, if it's still hurting that means you've yeah. been traumatized and it's not healed yet you need to go and get yeah. healed counseling therapy coaching whatever you need to do but I've I've got loads of battle scars but they don't hurt anymore but they're there yeah like I went through that I've got a scar from that but I don't pick at it anymore it's not causing me any more trauma or pain but I've got a good few union scars on my (laughs) on my cv yeah (laughs) brilliant all right a mishap or a triumph where next oh I'll go from mishap because it's quite recent, actually. And I think it's okay. I think, you know, we make mistakes, we do these mishaps. And I think a mishap is, comes from the best intentions. You know, that's how I see it. Yes. So we had a situation where I wanted to do something really nice for my staff. And God, when was this? The end of last term, actually. I wanted to do something really nice. So we decided that we would have a bake-off in school. Yeah, it was, you know, really lovely. And every department made these amazing cakes. And I mean, it it was really about bringing the school together, okay? That whole, this is really hard. It's the end of a half term. We really need something to lift our spirits, blah, blah, blah all with the best intentions <laughs> and we call it bake-off gate now at, at because it's like Evelyn what were you thinking and even my own children were like mom what were you thinking oh no yeah so we had every department made a cake and it was phenomenal I had the local priest come in and do the judging and we set it up in the sports hall So that, you know, staff could come and we had your master baker and your all of the stuff there. But Diana, we're in a pandemic. I was going to say, when was this? Yes, (laughs) yes, that's why I'm being very honest. So we're in a pandemic and social distancing and all of that. So I did it with the best intentions. We had the hall set up and so on and so forth. And, you know, staff came into the hall and, you know, a significant majority was socially distancing. But when you come to taste the cake, you know, more than one person came to touch the cake and taste it. So the mishap was... Oh, dear. That should never have happened. It shouldn't have never- <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't. But you know what? 
I was thinking about staff well-being. I was thinking about lifting spirits. We all like cake, don't we? Of course. We all like cake, you know? And, (laughs) you know, this isn't a particularly, like, I don't know, a teaching and learning or a massive strategic mishap. But what it did was it kind of made me really kind of go back to the drawing board with having all the guidance and everything in place in terms of trying to keep my school community as safe as possible. So it was unfortunate, I'm not gonna lie, I think staff were very kind to me because (laughs) I openly said I should never have done that. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry. We should not have all come together in in a space like that when we're in a pandemic. So I, I learned from that and <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those classic things that when you look back, you think, really, did really? I do that? Yeah. Numpty yeah. visit? <laughs> you know, yeah. Why yeah. did I do? Did, no, I used to say to my deputies, why did you let me do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you were just going, you, before we could even stop you, they already started. <laughs> yeah. And, and you go on this thing. So when you kind of have these ideas and so on, you know, we always do it with the best intentions. Yes. And yes. I think that's also what makes us human. And I think that's also another reason why staff can be quite forgiving, you know, because even behind the scenes, they might have said, well, that was bloody silly, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, yes. having, you know, 30, 40 staff in a room together in a sports hall when actually we shouldn't have done that. Yes, there's um, no way of, there's no safe way of doing this. It's just a different have happened, I know. It's like, you know, but it was not, you know, not the end of the world, but I definitely learned from it. I just thought, you know what, I need to role model. And I need to be really clear about, you know, the guidance and what we're meant to be doing, what we can't be doing and and so on and so forth. Yeah. So it, it was, yeah, that, that made me just kind of think that was a bit of a mishap. That was <laughs> you admitted it to stuff. You said, I'm sorry. And yeah. most people, 99.999, once you say, I'm sorry, hands yeah. up, my yeah. bad. Yeah. They say, yeah, no yeah. problem, move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, mo- yeah, most people. So it is that leaders, one, I don't think they even teach you this on the MPQH, and I teach no. them that there should be a module of how to say sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. literally just how to fess up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, yeah. we, we don't see that often enough to know it's yeah. normal in leadership to fess yeah. up to mistakes. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And the right other thing time. I say about mistakes and mishaps and things like that. I kind of preempt them and I always, if, if somebody asks me a question, I never bluff it. I just say, I don't know the answer to that, but leave it with me and I'm going to go and find out. Yes. Because I think one of the worst things is to kind of bluff it and think you know the answers and then it comes back to bite you. Yeah. So <laughs> I can be in a, you know, in a real, you know, meeting with loads of people and they'll say, so Evelyn, and I'll say, don't know the answer to that but leave it with me and I'll go and find it and I'll yeah. ask somebody who knows more than me yeah. I don't know it all yeah I, used, I had a famous saying I say I haven't got a scooby-doo which meant <laughs> I haven't got a clue yes if you're asking me about SCND I haven't got a clue yeah yeah timetabling don't know data yeah. analysis don't ask me so the staff used to make a joke yeah. of it don't yeah. ask her about yeah. that because she don't know anything about that area but 100%. I've employed a good Senko. Go and ask them, yeah. <laughs> you know, 100%. and then come back and tell me what they said. 
Yeah, a 100%. And I say that to aspiring, you know, head teachers, you know, a deputy who might say, well, I don't know about finance. And I'm like, do you have a bank account? Do you manage your, you know, incomings and outgoings? That's great. You just magnify that by a trillion. Exactly. And you're there. (laughs) A a good business manager. You know, and you just set the principles. Don't let us overspend. If yeah. we haven't got the money, we can't yeah. afford it. Yeah. Spend Absolutely. more on this sort of thing and less on yeah. that sort of thing. Honestly, that was about the level of my financial management yeah. at, that, yeah. at that time. It's grown now. I'm better yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. at the time, it was, what does this red bit mean? Yeah. What, is that, what, is, what is these I numbers and E numbers? What are they about? <laughs> what do you mean, outturn? Who's yeah. that? Yeah, 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 absolutely. But you learn, don't you? You, you do. learn from your mistakes, your mishaps, you know. And I think if you're honest with your staff, you know, it's all good. It's, it's all, all good. It all comes together. Absolutely. Right. A time when Evelyn Ford smashed it. Oh, when Triumph. did I smash it? Wow. That's a really good one, actually. If I'm really honest, I am an honest person. During my time at Coptal, you know, I've been here now for five years. We have had, you know, so many triumphs. It has just been, it has just been amazing, you know. And I think for for me, it was, if I kind of reference my first headship, actually. So that was really tricky, actually. It was a really tricky headship. We we agreed we both agreed actually at the time when I decided I wanted to come back to London that you know I needed to come back to my roots I needed to come back to my support and and all that kind of stuff so you know you talk about scarring and you know I think I was slightly scarred from how I was treated you know and I lost a bit of my confidence yeah you know when I left that headship so I think when we had Ofsted in 2018 I'd been here for just under two years and we had Ofsted come in and they we got a great uh, you know we were we became a good school from requires improvement and I think I felt a real sense of achievement and in a way that kind of validation because I knew I could always do it I knew I could lead with integrity I knew I could you know, bring people with me. But my first headship, I wasn't made to feel like that. Yes. So I felt I really kind of triumphed when we were able to celebrate collectively as a school community, everything that we'd done in the previous two years, you know, icing on the cake, you know, our progress rate 0.89 at that time, you know, when I joined, we had a falling role. We then had, you know, more and more children wanting to apply to our school. We had Ofsted, you know, staff wanting to stay as opposed to not liking the new head teacher. So for me, I think it was that year, really, 2018, you know, icing on the cake with Ofsted, really just kind of celebrating me as leader but the school community as a whole yeah and i think that was just pretty special oh those shared triumphs are always wonderful aren't they when you know it's it's more than you there's a team involved there's a whole group of people and it's a shared experience yeah 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 and i just think you know since then 
we've had so many amazing things at Coptal and, you know, just kind of gone from strength to strength. And I, you know, and I think, you know, winning head teacher of the year, massive triumph. Then icing on the cake with the MBE was like, okay, I've come home. This is good. <laughs> isn't that fantastic? I love, I love hearing that. That it's almost like that full circle, isn't it? You know, yeah. you've, you've come full circle and you've, you've, you've got to the top of that mountain, but scarred on the way a little bit you know yeah there's 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 always difficulties and but headship I hope you agree with me is just a, it's a privilege oh 100 yeah and if, yeah. You, if you're out there and you're thinking shall I shan't I do it yeah absolutely do it do yeah. it there are young people's lives waiting for you to come yeah, yeah. and to yeah. be their head teacher to change the narrative of their lives and to not just to make things better but to make things possible yeah yeah you know, for young people yeah. where unless you step in it's not gonna happen yeah definitely definitely so yeah anyone yeah. sitting out there listening thinking oh I don't want I don't want the stress you'll get stressed just you know trying to cross the road these days you know <laughs> there's stress everywhere <laughs> you know just trying to go yeah. to Tesco with the mask on and all this sort of stress yeah you know, yeah it's it's stressful well it has its stresses it's lonely if you choose to do it alone do it with a yeah. good team Get yourself yeah. a phenomenal coach and you know, absolutely go for it. I'm 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 saying to everyone listening, head yes. shift. I, I, I agree. And I think there's something about, you know, and people might say it's a cliche, but it's true. You transform lives. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And when I when I was awarded the MBE, I said to, you know, my my friends, I said, one of the nicest things, actually, it wasn't just the MBE, it was head teacher of the year. One of the nicest things was people who I taught, I used to teach at Hornsey School for Girls. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And I was ahead of year there. And the nicest thing was the number of girls that who are now young ladies, young women, mm -hmm. who yes. reached out to me on Twitter and just said, I will never forget you. I will never forget the assemblies with Maya Angelo. You made me want to become a teacher. I'm now doing X, Y, and Z. And uh, that for me was like, wow. Wow. You know, yeah. that is transforming lives, having an impact on young people who then go on to become amazing women or, you know, all men, you know, Absolutely. doing whatever it is that they do. So it's a phenomenal job. It's amazing. I say that. I've, I did a keynote speech the other day and I said, you are captains in the army of change. Yeah. So, Lieutenant <laughs> Major General. Yes. Evelyn Ford, I salute yes. you. Oh, thank, thank you, you for your service oh. as a leader in this phenomenal, fantastic army of change. I mean, it's oh. just, it's, it's the sort of thing that should be chronicled so that we yeah. let our young people know this yeah, is yeah. what happened. This is what came before you. So oh. you can now stand because we all oh. stand on the shoulders of giants, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Evelyn, it's been a pleasure, oh, an honour. I'm you. grateful. Thank you <laughs> so much for joining me on the Courageous Couch and sharing your mistakes, mishaps, and triumphs. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. You have been listening to Courageous Leadership, the podcast, with me, your host, Diana Rezaghi, the author of the book Courageous Leadership, available on Amazon now. You can reach me on LinkedIn, Twitter, or via the website courageousleadership.co.uk. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Until then, goodbye.